0: When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a n g i . c o m.
1: The spiritual journey is the unlearning of fear and the acceptance of love. Marianne Williamson. What's up and welcome back to another coffee talk podcast today I'm doing a cosmic brew with you guys, which if you aren't in the know Basically, I've split up the coffee talks into four different categories and cosmic brews are very spiritual a little bit more fun Like we talk about things that are maybe not so I'm always trying to find the best way to say this because I never want to offend anybody I know that there's a great chunk of people that will watch these types of videos and think that it's like something a little bit more funny or just like not so serious. And then there's people that actually do take these things very seriously. And I consider myself to be somebody that looks at kind of all of the things that would fall under a cosmic brew as just things to be curious about. Like life is really all about curiosity, right? So I think when you keep an open mind to anything, then you'll notice things and you'll notice messages and you'll notice just commonalities between things that are in spirituality as well as outside and just so many other things, including science, including all different types of religion. And so I'm just super open-minded about that stuff. And in my own personal time, I do really like, you know, exploring my spirituality. That is something that I'm actually super passionate about, but I'm a little protective of. talked about that already in a cosmic brew, but in a weird way, I'm sensing that through my words right now. I'm trying to basically make a disclaimer that if this isn't your thing, then totally dip out. I would try out a decaf brew. I would try out a coffee brew or an espresso brew. Those are all about inspiration, life stories, motivation, adulting, a little bit more of that side of things. And if you're super into spirituality and you want to hear about this stuff, then definitely stick around. Make yourself a warm beverage of something. I feel like I've talked a lot about my spiritual awakening without calling it a spiritual awakening in so many other forms, but I haven't done it like this and I haven't broken it down like this. So I'm going to go through my experience of going through a spiritual awakening as well as basically give a little bit of like pointers, tips, knowledge in case you yourself might be going through a spiritual awakening or if you want to go through a spiritual awakening. Now, let's create some metaphors here so that we can fully grasp what we're really talking about. A spiritual awakening, in a sense, is really just understanding a bit more about who you are, what you are, and how you connect with the world. And it's pretty much awakening to not only who you are, but how your energy and how you fit into the tapestry of life. It's a lot like, in a lot of metaphors in spirituality and spiritual awakening, and also just how the universe works, how universal energy works, how the source works, however you want to call it. It's like we are waves. I'm a wave. You're a wave. But we're all waves in one ocean. And that's a really easy way to kind of click it into your brain that you suddenly become aware that you're a wave, but you also become aware of the ocean. In a lot of ways, that's what a spiritual awakening kind of feels like in metaphorical terms. In actual fact, at least in my experience, a spiritual awakening has been a lot of deeply rooting, (laughs) also uplifting and sometimes chaotic experiences of dipping deep into my subconscious, dipping deep into my belief systems, really digging down to the core of who I am, untangling things that don't actually resonate with me. And also, I don't know if I fully would say downloading new truths or if it's really uncovering truths that are already within you, but you're just kind of dusting off the gemstones. I don't know which one of those ones I would say is and maybe a bit of both actually but yeah that's kind of what a spiritual awakening feels like or has felt like on my end of things (laughs) a lot of the times when you go through a spiritual awakening you also you become conscious of the subconscious and of the unconscious so what i mean by that is i mean 90 percent of the time we're kind of living our lives on autopilot, unless you are somebody that taps into this state of being more often than not. So when you go through your day to day and you go through your routines, a lot of the times we don't realize that we're just kind of coasting and just riding through our days, not really questioning anything. And not that having a spiritual awakening is about questioning everything, but in a sense it is just at least you kind of have one big period of questioning everything and I'll get there. but. It's just becoming aware of when you are unconscious and then waking yourself up to your life more. It's becoming more aware of that feeling of like, holy crap, like I am this old right now. I am doing this right now. Like, why am I doing this right now? What do I feel right now? How does my body feel? What is my energy like? What is the energy of this situation like? And I know that that sounds like a lot and it might sound a little draining, but in a lot of, in in all reality, it really is just like that internal click of like, oh, who who's seeing all this and then you're like i'm seeing all this and it's it's really cool it's really fun because you start having those moments happen more often than not so there's a really fun side to spiritual awakenings and you really just kind of stop feeding life through your ego in a lot of ways and i say that word super loosely because i think that the ego has been it's used in so many different books i've read about spirituality and it's also used in so many different contexts that i also am careful about saying ego because it is important that we do have an ego. Our our ego keeps us safe. Our ego is what tells us when something is wrong and our ego really is just kind of in a lot of ways our logical brain that's just trying to make sense of everything and also trying to materialize everything and make us feel rooted here on earth. But a spiritual awakening is tapping more into that feeler side of your brain that uh, instead of your ego it would be your spirit and a lot of ways or your energy or your higher self or whatever you want to call it, your inner energy, the source, all of that good stuff. So it's tapping more into the energetic side of who you are and the energetic side of your soul and your spirit. And when you do, it's it's so hard to explain, but you'll, you'll just know because you're in a state of flow. You're in a state of, you almost kind of feel like you are an instrument for something that is powerful that's moving through you. And it's like you, it's your power, but it's also just you kind of create this giant connection of what life is all not what it means, because I don't think we we can really know that, but I, I think you just kind of make this giant connection of all the synchronicities of energy and patterns and things and then you realize I'm trying to find the best way to articulate my thought right now, but you just, flow is the best word I can ever think to describe it because every time, and spiritual awakenings also come with like darker or harder times too because you got to work through a lot of that dirt that's Been sitting inside of you and that tension, that harder stuff, you know. But the times where it does click, the times where you are in that state of awakening, you just feel like you're flowing. You feel like life is kind of coursing through your body and you just feel so in tune with your surroundings, so in tune with yourself, so in tune with your thoughts, so in tune with your body and your energy, and so in tune with your intuition. And it's like you just know what to do. You just know answers. You just, you just. You just, you know? <laughs> so, the other part that does come with a spiritual awakening a lot of the times is then you kind of hit this point of like, okay, well, then who really, who really, who is this? Like, who am I? Who is observing this? Who is asking these questions? Who is saying these things? Who am I talking to? Even though it's you, um, you kind of have that moment, whatever sound that was. Uh, you have that moment where then you see past that and you almost see past yourself when you make that connection as ocean versus wave you know the wave starts to look back at the ocean and go okay so what does this all mean like why are we here why is one wave bigger than another wave why is wh- why can one wave create so much damage and another wave create so much light fun for a family at the beach one day you know it's you start to wonder why some people suffer why you might be put on a certain path while another person's put on a harder path or a better path. And you really start to ask a lot of these deep questions about what it all means to kind of exist and to be and what that means for you and how that reflects back to what you basically want to do and create and give back into this circulating sense of energy of all of us existing. And those questions are, they're like deep questions. I, I mean, for from my personal experience, I've gone as far as questioning like social media, technology, what kind of foods I eat, uh, where I want to live, what is the most important things to me, what are my core values, what are my principles. And it's one of those things where I've always kind of wanted to know those questions, but I've really sat heavily with them in the last year and a half. And it's hard because I also feel like sometimes when you are going through a spiritual awakening or you are going through a big life change or a core change of who you are like that, like when you're really evolving upon yourself. And I mean this with like all love, because not everybody's going to go through it at the same time. You might come across people in your life that aren't going through that. And it might come across to you like you're being too dramatic or you're being too uh serious or you're being too heavy and that was like a big thing too that I think kind of made me filter talking about a lot of the stuff that I've been going through in in a lot of ways in other terms because I didn't want that sense of I was a little fearful that I was gonna get pushes back that I was being too you know like too much and it really does. Like in my, again, in my experience, and that's all I can ever speak from, it isn't that it's too much, but it is a lot. Like you are really questioning deeply rooted truths that you agreed to from as little as like when you were young, young, young. And so, yeah, that is a lot. And I think the biggest thing that helped me was definitely having my therapist. I freaking love that woman. And she was probably and is still one of the safest places I feel I can unpack these thoughts unpack these questions and untangle them because it's such a safe place where I feel no sense of judgment and also like no question is ever silly or stupid or serious or too much or too heavy it's like no these are good things to be curious about because when you ask yourself these questions when you go through these types of hard soul work in a lot of ways you become a better person and when you become a better person whether you believe in energy like frequencies or not I mean realistically it's actually science at this point so but when you raise your own vibrations you also raise the average vibration on earth like it just you got to think of it collectively just like that wave ocean thing right and I know that Again, I keep on sidestepping that we're going to get to this, but I know that there's also going to be pockets in spiritual awakening or maybe moments or maybe quick little fleeting senses of like, yeah, but what is one person like me being a better person really going to do for the world? Like, especially in times where it feels like everything is kind of going wrong in the world or it might seem that way from media and from... You know, you can just have one crappy day sometimes where you run into a couple sour people in a row and you're just kind of like, well, the world seems miserable, so what's the point in trying to be better? Or I, just, I should just focus on myself and only protect and care about myself. That is ego. That is ego trying to keep you safe because it senses threat. But realistically, it's so much better to live in a world where we are all working to be better people because when you think about it, if one person tries to be a better person and that is like ripples out to five more people in that circle also being better people and then those five people tell five more people or inspire five more people that actually makes a huge ripple in that ocean and that ocean can raise to a whole different frequency a whole different vibration a whole different sense of existence like that is my true belief anyway um but yeah so i do think that it is a lot you're asking some heavy questions you're untangling some serious things and depending on what you've gone through in your life and what truths that you've picked up along the way it can feel really heavy for me one of the biggest truths that I'm still untangling is my perception of what is beautiful like what does a beautiful body look like what does my body have to look like for me to believe and accept and appreciate it as beautiful and that was one big truth that I had to go back into like for me it kind of weaved back into puberty around that age where somewhere along that line I started thinking like I started to resent my body in some sort of way, and I had to really go there, and like, it's uncomfortable, and it's not fun, and it is a lot, and it's really important to have people around you that understand these things, or at least understand and respect what you're going through, or what you're trying to kind of find out for yourself, and... To be able to talk about these things, because I, like I said, my therapist, but also I have two friends actually that I find super spiritual, uh, Larissa being one, and my friend Maria being the other, and they also are people that I can open up and talk to about these things because they're doing these things too, like they're doing their soul work, they're freaking asking their heavy questions, and so you don't feel as crazy, you know, you don't feel as like, am I the only one that's looking at life this way? You get around those people, and you're like, no, actually, you're not. People are actually a lot of the the times afraid to ask these questions but everyone truly I believe wants to if they ha- haven't or aren't already and so yeah I don't know I'm kind of going on a tangent on this one but I just think that in life and I say this with the most love because I'm really I'm also trying to figure out how to live it in a, how to live softly in a world that can sometimes feel a little hardcore or a little hard in general. I I can be hardcore, but it's hard for me to be hard. Um, or yeah. So I guess I'm just trying to find the softest way to say that you do need to be careful who you surround yourself with sometimes. And that's not, Fun to say because I I also believe that like I said everybody's part of that ocean But you do have to be careful like stay away from waves that you know are gonna capsize and take you down, you know You gotta you gotta find that pool of water of waves that are on the same wave as you are. I guess I'll leave it at that So for me and my spiritual awakening it was only I would say in the last few months when I actually put the pieces together that this is what I was going through myself. I felt like it began for me in 2018, for sure. And I am also somebody that journals every day, sometimes twice a day. So I can go back and read pretty much my entire existence. And so I'm able now to look back on my life. And I find it actually super beneficial for me to work through my emotions because I am an emotional person. I am. Sometimes I am all up in my feels I am a water sign I'm a Pisces I'm it's just like who I am at my core and uh, I'm like a I just found this out recently a Stelium Pisces which means I have Pisces four times in my chart and it's like sometimes a lot, man. Like my waves do get pretty damn like wavy. And so when I started to realize I was going through a spiritual awakening, which I don't know how I didn't put two and two together before. I didn't really question it. I think it was when I started to have really, really intense dreams and like really intense meditations. And I was already having intense meditations before. And I've always had really intense dreams ever since I was like pretty young, but it became way more intense in the last like two years. And so I became very curious about it. And I want to say, what was it like six months ago? I don't remember exactly when, but I, started rereading all of my old journals and I was putting all of these pieces together where looking back I was able to understand what I was trying to figure out at the moment and 2018 is where it really began for me because I had written quite a few extensive journal entries about these meditations I was doing where I was reaching my higher self Uh, and this is where it's going to be hard to explain sometimes the experience because I think that that experience is different for everybody and I think that when you tap into your spiritual energy and you channel yourself in a lot of ways. I think everybody opens up different channels. So my channel is definitely meditation. Like I can get really deep into meditation and get very open communication between me and whatever that is. And when I say that, Again, I feel like I have to disclaim myself. That sounds creepy. Not like whatever that is, as if it's something that needs to be scary or like whatever. It really is just like your intuition. I open up this really, really strong channel between me and you could call it my intuition. I like to call it sometimes my higher self. But at the same time, I've also been introduced to a few of my guides. I'm not going to lie. They're pretty damn cool and my papa is one of them. Um, But yeah, and that too, like I, that same year, 2018, my sister took me to get a past life regression for my birthday because it was something I was really curious about. And again, in that past life regression, I saw two of my past lives, one of which was actually really, really cool. Um, I won't go off on it because I know that I don't want to make this video super duper long. But the biggest takeaway from that past life regression was I had this moment that was like super hyper, like i can 't explain the detail it felt like a dream, but like an h d dream where my papa was there, and he came through the door and Then I have dreams with my papa all the time and i 've worked on lucid dreaming quite a bit, and so sometimes, if I'm very, very careful when i 'm dreaming, I can sometimes gain control over my dreams and i 've done that a few times, and instantly, like almost every single time, my papa just like manifests himself like he just like arrives it 's like I think and then boom he 's there, and then He's like my protector in a lot of ways. I feel his energy around me a lot of the times when I'm like anxious or worried or feel very... Yeah, anyway... I started having experiences like that and you cannot tell a lot of people those types of experiences because a lot of people will look at you like you have 12 freaking heads and so I journaled about it. I journaled about it every day and then actually in 2018 is when I met Larissa and thank God for that woman because she is one of the few first like not few first friends. I have friends that are very spiritual but she was like I don't know we were just riding like very similar spiritual like wavelengths and so yeah, we started exploring just like tarot. And then when we moved in together, it was just like super, we would have tarot readings sometimes that would be so, I can't even explain the synchronicities and the power that would just like, we would just have really weird moments happen to us. But I, again, I don't know why I'm touching back on this, but I guess it's just really important to to get around that kind of energy. I think that again, it helps you open up those channels, but also too that if you do go through this and you don't have that Larissa friend, that you're not crazy. I'm here to tell you, you're not crazy if you're talking to your spirit guides and you're having very vivid dreams or you're getting messages from the other side or whatever you wanna call it. You're not crazy. Uh, This shit is real. I'm open-minded to the fact that a lot of the times I think our brains are also super powerful tools. And so who knows if it's really just your sense of, again, kind of channeling messages from seeking out patterns around you. But I really do believe that there is so much that we don't understand and so much more. And I'm not, I'm not really here to question it. Honestly, I I trust I've never had bad feelings about it. So I don't think that it's something to be cynical about in my experience because it feels very real. But yeah, sometimes again, gray matter, another cosmic time or another cosmic brew, because you can also be misled sometimes in the, in the realms of spirituality, but I digress because we've got more to say. So this is where spiritual awakenings can sometimes get a little hard. And I will say like as much as I love, and I, I don't think I would have ever actually really had a choice if I wanted to go through a spiritual awakening or not, because I feel like it's just one of those things that I don't know. I've always felt very connected to this side of me since I was really, really young. And so for that reason, I, I guess I can talk about it pretty lightly. But I also know just from the spiritual people that I have met and again too from doing my own research that it does go without saying like don't take this stuff too lightly because you really are like dipping into your psyche and that is something that you do need to be careful of. Like I I definitely recommend getting either a therapist or a spiritual guide or I mean, I, I maybe not a life coach because I feel like that's way more about, like, motivation and getting your life together. But I do think you should find a guru that speaks to you. Uh, somebody else, actually, that I feel like really helped me on my journey, but maybe doesn't know the impact that they've had was David G. So he wrote the book Sacred Powers. And I read that book in March of 2018. And that book literally left me like sobbing in tears because it just really, again, it tied it back down to like creating your value system in life and what is important to you and kind of seeing past these societal boundaries and these structures that we've basically created in our mind to find your deeper truth, to find your sacred truths. And when I read that book, like it really felt free in a lot of ways. And I was so, I, I talked about the book a lot and I guess he must have heard it because he had reached out and he actually sent me mm-hmm. that year in 2018, one of his super Ohm shirts and a crystal in the mail. And so that is another person where, and I, I started following him on Instagram and his dog Peaches, who is so freaking cute. But again, one of those people that I just felt seen. I felt like what I was talking about At the time, there wasn't very many people to talk to and I had just met Larissa at that point. So again, I just kind of felt like somebody had validated this feeling, this path, this new like discovery of a different kind of way of living or a different world to kind of I'm speaking through my Pisces tongue right now, but a different world to get lost in, you know, a different world to explore, to be curious about, to really channel, because it was something, like I said, I felt from a young age, but I didn't really know what it was. It was just like a deep sense of intuition. Sometimes I would have moments where I could like predict things or like I would think I could talk to animals. I would think I could talk to trees or feel the emotions from trees. And I'm not saying I couldn't, I just don't think I knew what I was really doing, but I could sense that I felt something. Like I could sense that there was something there and yeah, So again, I'm trying really hard not to go off on too many tangents, so let me bring it back to my points real quick. You should seek out guidance. You should seek out, even if you don't want to seek out personal guidance, seek out books. I read so many books about spirituality from the Untethered Soul to the Four Agreements to Sacred Powers to, and I can do a whole video if you guys want a reading list on this stuff because there's so much good knowledge out there, but just yeah, just take it take it very seriously because you're going to be dipping into some things that you got to look behind some closed doors that you've locked up for a long time and it's uncomfortable and it can sometimes rock your world. Like if you're into tarot and you know the to- the tower card, although if you're into tarot you've probably already gone through a spiritual awakening, so I don't need to explain this to you, but the tower card is all that comes to mind. Like when you go through a spiritual awakening, it is going to feel like the tower card. It's going to feel like your whole world is just like crumbling around you because everything you've known to be true and everything that you've believed and everything that you've been naive to along the way is suddenly burning to the ground. And it's good though, because like a phoenix, you're going to rise from the ashes and you're going to build a new kingdom that's going to be completely your own and also a part of something so much bigger than you. But it's also very, it's a lot, like it's a lot And it's very emotional and it's very, you got to let go of things that you don't want to let go of and you've got to accept things that you don't want to accept. And that's can be a hard thing to do. So I definitely think having spiritual guidance in any form that you can find it is very important. As you go through a spiritual awakening, odds are, and this might not happen for everyone, but it definitely happened to me. And in a way, I feel like it kind of just happened again. But once you hit that moment of awakening, it doesn't mean that you necessarily stay awake. And so you might fall into, they call it like a like a like the dark hour of the soul, but it's basically just like you feel disconnected from that energy, you feel cut off from that energy. And I've gone through this experience more than once. And I feel like ever since I kind of had that 2018 aha moment um, of just like, whoa, this all, this it just like my eyes opened in a lot of ways. I also quickly fell out of it and I quickly like quickly felt like I lost that sense of connection and it was pretty much hand in hand. I don't know if you've watched any of my other videos or podcasts or whatever, but it went hand in hand with the way that I was basically using that sense of knowledge and using that energy. And I started to use it in a way that at the time I don't think I, I realized, but I clearly wasn't ready because I was like, oh my God, I feel so in control. I feel so in tune. I know that I can basically do and manifest anything I want. And so I started to kind of use that to gain things that I thought would make me happier. And it basically didn't, and not only that, it cut me off from that feeling of connection to something so much bigger, something so much powerful, and really just me, that bigger version of me, that higher version of me, that more powerful version of me, it cut me off from that. I actually remember a dream. I've written it down in my journal, but I don't even need to read it. I can remember it so vividly, this dream I had in 2018 where I was basically talking to my higher self, but it's really weird because when I say talking, God, this is one of those moments that when I say talking, I mean that like we telepathically talk, like we look at each other. <laughs> this is so random. And I can hear what she's thinking. Like she's planting the seeds in my head. But in a lot of ways, I think I'm just thinking to myself in my dreams, but I'm hearing it as like knowledge or wisdom from something way deeper inside of me, you know? And so I had this dream where I was telepathically talking to my higher self and she warned me. She was literally like, listen, if you go down this path, you're going to lose your sight for a while. Like you're going to lose your vision. You're going to lose your spunk. But if you feel like it is the right choice, if you feel like it's what you really want, maybe you need to get lost. You're going to have to find your own way back. And... I know that that sounds really wild and really crazy and I wrote it down and it was just like one of those things again I wasn't taking it seriously enough I was like yeah yeah whatever and then I did I went through phases where I felt very in the dark and at the time I feel like I wasn't being as open and authentic I wasn't being inauthentic I just wasn't being as unfiltered on YouTube and I feel like I was still kind of playing it sunshine daisies and rainbows, if you will. But it was because, again, like, you can't talk about these... Like, I can't just, like, make a video where I'm like, guys, I had a dream where I talked to myself last night and I told myself that, like, I basically need to get lost, but if I do decide to go get lost, I have to find my own way back. You can't just say that. Like, you can't just, like... And not only that, I was questioning if I was kind of going crazy. I was like, I'm not gonna... That was just a dream. Don't take it so seriously. Like, get back to living your more logical, practical life. Like, that was... It was confusing. It was all fifty shades of confusing. And so I felt like I went through another bit of a dark period. I, I feel like I would say twice. So I think I went through another one more recently as well. And and this one was more tied. So the first one I feel like was way more tied into how I was treating my body. I was starving myself at the time. I was not eating properly. I was not taking good care of myself and it was like a really unhealthy way of just like dealing with things that I didn't want to deal deal with. Sorry. Using that sense of alignment and energy and power to basically try and align myself into a societal norm that I didn't actually believe in and then found myself super unhappy is pretty much the context so the second time around it was way more tied into my heart I feel like it was way more tied into a relationship that I felt like wouldn't work no matter what I freaking did I felt like I like bent and molded and like was like contorting myself into so many uncomfortable situations to basically try to make this relationship work because that relationship and this person that I met was such a deep and spiritual bond and it was just like where are you from? Like what planet are you from? And so that was probably the second time I would say I lost my magic. I lost, I actually think I made a video, October 2019, where it was literally called, I lost my magic. And again, at that time I hadn't put two and two together of what was really going on. I was just kind of going with the flow and just noticing that sometimes I felt connected and sometimes I didn't, but not realizing kind of my play in it and what was anyway, you get the drill. So that was definitely the second time. And that dark hour lasted a really long time for me. Um, but I think I kind of had to go through it because I fell in love in a different way. And I learned how to basically from the logical side of things, start actually creating more earthly, tangible, implementable truths into my day-to-day life. Like I just started to, I started to eat more. I started to take care of my body more. I started to go through those things that I needed to go through to find my way back. I needed to learn those truths the hard way because I wouldn't do it the first time. And so it's funny, Larissa and I were talking recently and we were like, "I, I can't believe it's 2020. Like 2019 literally flew, but also felt like the longest like decade of life and then to know like to go back I don't think I would because it was hard and there were nights that I cried myself to sleep like there are nights where I was so angry there were nights where I felt so lost and so confused and I think it was just because again like I felt like I was cut off from this side of me that I loved that I felt like I couldn't get that magic back I couldn't get that spunk back that energy back it was because I wouldn't let go of the things that basically the source the universe, the higher self, whatever it is, whatever you believe in, was screaming at me to let go. And I was like, no, I know better than you do. And nobody knows better than God or the universe or whatever you believe. Insert anything you want to call that right here. So that was definitely my second dark hour and I feel like I am currently right now in terms of my spiritual awakening and my spiritual journey in the, and I'm totally going to use a Taylor, Taylor Swift uh, metaphor here, but the daylight. I feel like the daylight has been coming out since summer. I still had to go through... Uh, like, one last, you know, kick to the freaking gut. Just one more time at the end of 2019, but the daylight, it's still, like, it still feels like light is slowly coming back out over the horizon, and I just feel like I'm not only reconnected to that power, but just more reconnected to myself, and also reconnected to my truth. Like, I feel like, not to toot my own horn a little bit, but I will for just a quick second. I definitely feel way more comfortable being more honest and being more on unfiltered on camera and also just feeling like my purpose and my sense of drive to create is back again because I feel like I know my intentions and I know that I'm not just like creating a video to feed my ego. I'm creating videos because I want to just literally create a community of just like-minded individuals that like to talk about these things and people that were just like me and are just like me still to this freaking day where you just have nights where you're, you feel so alone or you just feel like nobody gets you sometimes (laughs) or like whatever it is, whatever you're going through, like that is, it's basically, I want to create a safe place for everyone and anyone that ever feels like anything any type of way you're never too much of anything here unless as per always or usual you're hurting people or you're a serial killer then you might be a little bit too much for the co's crew but anyway okay so this is something I will say I want to read this one verbatim because I, I pulled this from a website but basically this is signs that you've lost that sensor that you're going through basically a darker hour you've, you've cut yourself off from that And like, I, I could say that, let me read through them and, and then confirm again. But I pretty much was like bang on for all of these things during those phases, during those seasons, if you will, of feeling like. I lost my touch or lost my sense of magic. You feel isolated from everything. You abandon or you feel abandoned by the divine or you feel abandoned by whatever you think runs life. Your mood is always low and melancholic. Oh, well, that's just a Pisces thing all the time. You're lost and you don't know which direction is right. You feel despair and horror when observing the world. You feel a sense of existential dread. Hello, existential dread. That is like my all I can think about is, uh, catastrophic thinking. If if anyone has ever heard that term before, sometimes people with anxiety suffer from catastrophic thinking. Yeah. Existential dread, catastrophic thinking, very similar terms. Um, I'm not going to go off on that, but you'll know if you know. You feel deep tiredness in your bones, you lack the motivation to keep doing what you used to, you lost interest in most things and you keep pondering the deep questions of life like what is the purpose. You feel like you don't belong sometimes. And those were like bang on and yes can confirm. Now I pretty much went through all of those feelings and like even more recently again towards the end of 2019 I was going through a lot of those feelings again too. And so there's this book that i recently read that was called the obstacle is the way and i guess the answer to that if you're going through that or you feel like you resonated with any of that right now is that that obstacle that pain that feeling of disconnect i instead chose to use that as my inspiration to get back on the other like side of that to basically instead of running away from this feeling all of those feelings i just read out to you i instead was like nope we're gonna go right head straight into these feelings and The minute I did, I realized that one, they were not as scary as I thought. And two, the light did start to come out. I started having these little moments, no matter how small they were, where I'd feel like that sense of power again. And I'd be like, whoa. And then not only that, shortly thereafter I started noticing synchronicities again. I started noticing it in time. I started noticing it in just like themes. Like I would see something that was like a certain color and a certain shape and then I'd see it again and then I'd see it again or I'd hear like phrases used more than once or I'd be thinking about something and then it would like pop up on my phone or I would see it somewhere and it would be like something totally random. And so those started to happen again. And then The bigger one, and this is when I was like, okay, I'm definitely getting my mojo back, was when I started having really deep, intensive dreams again. I can do so many other cosmic brews about this stuff, by the way, guys. I know I've been talking forever, so if you're still here, you're a true one. But uh, again, I can do different videos on this, but you can actually ask your deeper self, your higher self, or your guides questions before you go to sleep, or anytime, really, depending on how open, how open you can create that channel, um, and so, like, for instance, lately, I've been open about the fact that, like, I don't really know exactly what direction my life is heading, heading in right now. I, I've already started to get some answers, so I definitely know even more just this week as opposed to last week of what exactly I'm directed towards, but at the same time, like, the, like a couple nights ago, I went to bed and asked my spirit guides to send me direction, and I I was in my sleep. This is what I wrote down. Four direction, arrow, arrow, do what you love, filming, recording, life and talking, give advice, green and blue, almost like an open road, driving down the street, through the sky could see the message like that doesn't make much sense because it was like eight o'clock and I was just like and I was trying to type it down really fast but basically I had this dream where I was in a car and I was driving and it was really really blue skies really really green and I was basically asking like send me a direction send me which way to go and my higher self reiterated back to me or it was almost like again the telepathic thing because I couldn't see my higher self I couldn't see anything it felt like just a message came through as I was driving down the road to follow what you love like follow what is drawing your heart and then I woke up so that's what I wrote down and and I was asking a lot of direction I think even just like with work and things like that like am I choosing to do the right career am I choosing all of these right options you know what I mean and so that's why it was like filming giving advice like talking being honest being open those were the messages that came through and so those are the messages that I'm going to continue to keep following because they've never led me wrong to date. Another one that I had, this one's a little weird, okay? This one's a little wacky. It was, I was sitting in a circle around a border of what felt like an old gym, like a school gym. Um, bleep name because it was somebody, somebody that I know was sitting across from me and someone I also know was sitting beside me. It was a guy that I used to like sitting across from me or just like a guy that I have like a history with sitting across from me that lives abroad. Not Arthur, if you guys are wondering, um, because I just realized that that description totally matched Arthur. But, and then I had a high school friend beside me. Like these are two very random people that haven't been in my life in a really long time. And, uh, or actually that's a lie because the girl sitting beside me, I actually did recently see her and they there was like this lab coat lady in the middle handing out medications and she was walking around to everybody and giving out these medications. And as people were taking the medication, they were basically becoming like robots almost in a way. Like they were there, but they would take the medication and then they would just kind of go like, like really numb. I know that's weird. I don't even know why I'm telling you guys this, but anyways, um, she came to me and then as she gave me my medication, mine was withheld. And then I asked why, and she went through all the risks of me taking the medication. I took it again as a sign that I might be given what I'm needed right now, but it's coming with a warning that if I do take it, I might fall back asleep. So that sounds really intense again I was also very like mid limbo tired when I wrote that down but again it was just kind of like seemed like a little bit of a warning like okay people are being handed things that might they might think they want and that are putting them into a state of comatose in a lot of ways and then when mine came it was basically like here are the risks like double check that you want to take this because you might fall back asleep Good warning if you ask me. So last but not least, and I'm going to try and tie this up now uh, with a final statement or a final piece is like, what is the point of going through a spiritual awakening? Like why even go through this? Why even do this kind of work? Why even open yourself up to it? Um, What is the point, I guess? What is the takeaway? Well, not only, like I said, you're going to feel more aligned with yourself. You're going to feel more aligned with the world around you. You're going to feel more in tune with the ocean. You know, you're going to Have that better understanding that we all come from this one source, this one place. And then when we're here, we kind of go through this delusion that we're all separated, but we're actually all one. We're all connected. You're just as connected to me as I am to my camera, as the camera is to the ground, as the ground is to, you know, everything else that's on it. That wasn't a very good uh, example, but. We are all energy. When you break us down atom by atom, particle by particle, we are all made of energy. And so we are all connected. We're just experiencing that energy. I know that this is far off, guys. Don't get don't get weirded out. But we're just experiencing this energy through this perspective, this dimension in a lot of ways. We're experiencing it in the third dimension, even though we think on the fourth dimension. There's another coffee coffee talk, okay? Another cosmic brew because I know I've been talking forever. But the point is to ask yourself now, what do you want to do with it? Like what do you want to do with your power? Don't use it for wrong. I can give you that warning because like I said when you do step into this spiritual awakening, it does come with an open like an open channel. And in my belief system, when you actually are in full alignment, you can create any feeling for yourself that you want. You can basically pull forward and manifest things into your life that you're looking for um on the material side, but also again on that separate dimension of feeling of and that's why we manifest things that's why we go through these things is because we want to feel different and so maybe you feel asleep and you want to wake up maybe you've already woken up but you're going through like a darker hour maybe you are awake right now maybe you're just kind of chilling and you're just like I don't even understand anything this girl has said today but I'm just here because I wanted to have a deep life chat which is totally cool too um but you go through these things and we go through these life experiences and we dig deep and we ask these questions and we go through these hardships and we literally allow the tower to come and take down our life around us and deconstruct everything so that we can rebuild ourselves stronger. And the whole reason that we rebuild ourselves stronger is like I said, when you do that and you inspire five people around you to do that and those five people inspire five people, it starts to create a ripple in this ocean and we start asking ourselves, okay, what can I do to make this world a better place? What can I do for this planet? What can I do for the source? What can I do Like, what can I use this life and this body and these talents for in order to do the work of, this is going to sound super religious, but God, but I really just mean like to reflect the intensity or the magic or the beauty, there it is, that sits behind all of this energy and all of this and why we exist and all of, like, all of that. of it. It's literally to just express it in the most beautiful terms that is going to make the world a better place. Again, that comes from my own spiritual journey and my own spiritual awakening, but it's definitely even trickled into, it's 100% trickled into my job and trickled into how I've been with Coffee Talks and what I'm trying to build with Coz and what I want to create in vlogs and how open I, I get online and how loving I am with myself and all of those things are stemming. From the fact that you just like you dig down deep and you really do. You want to do the work not just to better yourself so that you enjoy your life more, but so that the world literally does become a better place. Because we need more people doing these things. We need more people out there trying to be them best selves, you know? And uh it starts with you and it starts with me and it starts with us and our little waves in the ocean, making the whole ocean a cleaner ocean and a better place, which could literally stem off into a decaf brew now, which I really want to do about like environmental things and all of just so many causes and so many things that I, uh, but I've been talking forever today. So I'll leave you guys there. That has been my experience of going through a spiritual awakening. I definitely, when I pictured filming this video, thought I would get way more pinned to the point of dates and times and those types of things. I didn't because I feel like, I don't know, I felt more drawn to, I guess, talk about it in a way that people could relate to. But if you ever do want me to go into the more personal side, talk more about those dreams that I have, those meditations, those experiences in a lot of ways, the synchronicities, like the time, all of that. If you guys want me to dive into those things for future cosmic brews definitely let me know and be specific like when you leave a comment down below specifically tell me exactly what you want to hear about and it makes it super easy for me to then create those brews for you and aside from that i know we've been talking forever and i hope you guys enjoyed just hearing a little bit more of this more cosmic side of myself and also maybe hopefully hearing or making some more connections for you and yeah other than that I love you guys to the moon and back I hope you guys are all having a happy light and bright day and or night if you're if it's nighttime it's nighttime here and I will talk to all of you guys in the next coffee talk bye guys